Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going to happen in Georgia? I don't know. I really and truly don't know how it's going to play out. And I would share with you polling data, but yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. I, For what reason would I have faith in any level of polling? That seems criminally insane. There's data that will show you that, yeah, the... the uh, Democrats are up a touch, but all within margin of error kind of things and nothing that should get anybody crazy, right? That nothing that should make you say, oh my gosh, it's over. I think the question before the House is, is Georgia going blue? And don't we notice a lot of places that have this conversation of going blue? Texas is going blue and Georgia and Well, how do you square that with the idea that not a single Republican got voted out in the House of Representatives? They gained seats. They didn't lose seats, right? They built on on their totals. They didn't sacrifice their totals. That's pretty interesting stuff. How does that... How does that work? How does that come together? I'm telling you I'm not sure. I'm telling you that it doesn't make sense, that I have a hard time buying in to this idea that this place is going blue and that place is going blue. The conversation of whether or not there are election improprieties is a worthwhile, good, solid conversation one that i favor right i favor investigations into them recognizing what's going on but you can't deny in one of the big big takeaways of this election is gonna be that media may have gotten a win in convincing americans that donald trump was just unworthy and unpresidential and indecent and not American. It's just like the claims of, of, of bigotry and racism and, and, and all these things. How many times are you going to hear people say, oh, you're a Republican, I'm racist. Racist? What in the world about me would make you say, oh, no, a Republican, racist, that's just the way it is. This is what they want to do and this is what they've been successful at doing making no bones about their lies, happily lying because to them the ends justify the, the, the means, and engaging in a full-on level of gaslighting. Now, we see this most clear in the unity conversation. That's a conversation I'm going to get into. But one of the places it plays out is about the statue in Boston. There is a statue. It is a replica of the original, and the original statue is Abraham Lincoln freeing a slave. And the slave is on one knee getting up, and Abraham Lincoln is there with his hand kind of over uh, this this black man, the slave. And the, the statue itself is now been taken down in Boston. 
After engaging in the public process, it's clear that residents and visitors to Boston have been uncomfortable with the statue and its reductive representation of the black man's role in the abolitionist movement. I fully support the Boston Art Commission's decision for removal and then thank them for their work. This statue is called Emancipation Group, Emancipation Memorial, sometimes referred to as the Freedmen's Memorial. Great write-up about it at dailywire.com. It's an 1879 copy of the original, which was created in 1876. And in that ceremony, there was uh, a speech from Frederick Douglass. Now, Frederick Douglass is a must-read. And one of the things that you really should read is What to the Slave is the Fourth of July. It's exceptional. Exceptional. And very often you'll hear people who are uh, ideologues and certainly not talking about color of skin. They're talking about ideology and political ideology, right? The, the, the progressivism, the Marxism, etc. You know, saying Fourth of July is a white man's holiday, <laughs> right? Uh, this is a Colin Kaepernick line. Ah, white man's holiday. None of that is true. When Frederick Douglass was speaking to people asking what to the slave is the 4th of July, 4th of July was being celebrated and there was still slavery and he was looking people in the eye, white people in the eye and saying, uh, you see my problem, right? You have me here speaking, I'm happy to speak to you. But what is going on out there simply is an untenable conversation. Why would you expect me to celebrate when that's happening? People often talk about Frederick Douglass. Oh, God, despise the Constitution, hate this. No, no, no. Frederick Douglass studied the Constitution and came to realize its greatness and spoke about it regularly. I'd appreciate it if people, I don't know, read a book. It'd be really, really good if people read a book. This statue is important Freed slaves raised money to make this statue. A freed slave was the model for the slave in on the statue, right? Posed for it. There's a story here that is remarkable and valuable about very concepts of freedom and about how America did exactly what it's supposed to do. We, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, it didn't start off perfect, it's not perfect today, it gets more perfect as we go. Better on better on better. This statue has value and they're going to take it down because someone felt uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. It's not a reason to remove art. It tells the story of America getting better. We shouldn't hide this. What kind of bigotry and hate exists in that? And yet you call people on the political right racist? You're afraid of a statue and the story it tells, one of unbelievable hope and creating a better society. But you're so offended, you can't keep your bigotry under control and you have to get rid of the statue. Sick. Wrong as I see it. Cities should fight over being able to have that statue. And more, and more conversations of becoming the more perfect union. Art matters greatly, guys. Art matters incredibly. Boston doesn't understand it. That's a shame. You should. I'm Tony Katz.